Pigeons 420. Mr. Grow It. And Rob from Cannabis Lifestyle TV. From the Stash Podcast. From the Stash Podcast, it's your boy Rob from Cannabis Lifestyle TV, Pigeons 420, and Mr. Grow It, also known as Chris to the motherfucking real grummies. Hey, what's up? <laughs> what up? On? What up, man? Boys, good to see you. Long time. How you been? Long time. I think it's man. been forever. It's been a week, right? Since last week. Yeah, that's forever <laughs> to be a week. It. Seven days between us is a very long <laughs> time. A long time. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, I do kind of bother you guys via text here and there, but. I still I haven't seen your Bobby, face. You're the only one I hear from, bro. You're the only <laughs> one that talks to me, man. <laughs> I actually got a message from or a call from Trey today, so I, you know I do have a couple people in my life. Hmm, nice. A couple nice. bromances going on. A couple bromance, you know. Well, I'm we jealous. Got a relationships, I'm you know. Bro shit, <laughs> we call. But yeah, man. So happy to be back here with you boys, and uh, you know I want to talk about one thing that I think people get twisted a lot of times, and that's of course growing. But these are misconceptions. Mm. Misconceptions about herb period not just mm. growing this could mm. be you know consumption this could be the industry this could be again also cultivating your green beans we're going to just say over here on susan tube but the key thing is is these are not really legit a lot of times these are just logical fallacies they're not anything that you can can put any science behind or any actual facts so i think uh let's let's kind of debunk these a little bit here guys let's let's, let's yeah. clear the air yeah, there's, there's a lot of them there's a lot of them and I don't know about you guys, but when I first started growing, I feel like I was following more misconceptions than I was um, practical evidence. They, I, I, you know, everything from you can't train autos to uh, transplanting to when to train to there's just there's so many there's so many, and uh, I think this will be a great opportunity for us to just you know knock some of those down. I know we kind of touched on uh, flushing in a previous episode and whether or not there were some direct benefits from that. But I think this is going to be a little more, uh, uh, more well out, more flushed out um, conversation. Yeah. Exactly. Like, like Robert said, cannabis as a whole, right? So I got one to start with, and this is probably arguably the biggest one, right? Cannabis is a gateway drug. There we go. Right. So that's, that's probably the number one misconception. If you search on Google scholar, as well, there are actually uh, several research papers on this. I haven't read through them, but um, there are a lot of, of uh, research papers out there saying that cannabis is not a gateway drug. Although there's still plenty of people that say it is a gateway drug. Uh, what do you guys think about that one? No, I mean, it's a gateway to living a better life. Right. right. <laughs> That's we've all, about it. <laughs> we've all seen the evidence. The reality is, is that correlation doesn't equal causation. And because you've got a number of individuals that are consuming cannabis and are then going on to other drugs, I think it's fair to say that you, these individuals were kind of predisposed. I'm one of them. Um, I, I did start with cannabis first, um, but actually I, 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 got, I quit smoking weed for quite a bit. Not quit, but I never really got into it until after I was done experimenting with drugs. And I kind of realized that it was, my, it was, a, it was a way to wean off other drugs. Um, but I just think now... There was a there was a point in time when science hadn't caught hadn't caught up with us, and you can argue that it hasn't caught up with us yet. But the reality is is that you're going to have a large number of people consuming cannabis, or did yet, but but weren't admitting to it, or we didn't have statistical data to prove it. But they were also moving into other things, such as other drugs, you know. And and you could argue that uh, for the same reason that it's a gateway drug, you know, 
a lot of these, I, I would argue, you know, maybe a lot of the doctors, lawyers, say, uh, politicians of today's today's society probably used cannabis at some point in their past. So I would I would argue, is it a gateway to positivity and Success. opportunity? Success. Gateway the, to a stress-free life. To yeah, you know, less that's, that's my belief. <laughs> so it is a gateway drug. It's just not a gateway drug to more drugs. I think that's just a, a, a fallacy and it's uh, totally... Well, but it, that's where it's a logical fallacy. You got to understand this. So the dealer days, you we all been there. Now, my plug actually got me into the booger sugar, we'll say, back when I was on probation. And I was like, well, fuck, dude, I can't. I'm going to drop dirty, man. And he's like, you always drop dirty. I'm like, I know, that's the point, motherfucker. And I'm a habitual offender, and they're locking me up longer amount of time. It's not like I'm they're like, hey, Rob, just going for a weekend. I'm like, no, no, we're keeping you in here for the next few months for dirty piss, for just herb. So he was like, hey, man, well, this should get out of your system a little quicker. It's like, no, I'm not into snorting nothing. Like, you can smoke it too. It was like, mm-hmm. and I was young as shit, so I was into it. And it wasn't fun, you know. Looking back at it, that was the gateway. The gateway you were was doing it wrong. To access. I was doing it wrong for one. <laughs> <laughs> Two. Don't do uh, drugs, kids. Don't do them at all, or adults. Fuck. No hard ones. The reality is, come on, come on. Just the fun ones. But I, I really think that overall, that's the problem where it's a gateway drug. Is when you look at something where it's in the streets, and that person or the people you're dealing with. I used to associate with people. I become friends with them just because I knew they smoked, and oftentimes that was the lightest of the things that they did. It wasn't the gateway. It was a gateway into shitty relationships and shitty connections because sure. it was illegal and it was stigmatized so much, you know? So I think yeah. the, the gateway was created by them, those people. I started with cigarettes, nicotine. If anything, I think nicotine is a gateway drug because after that, you know, I wanted to smoke weed. And then from there, you know, so uh, as far as cannabis being a gateway drug, it's just is deemed as a myth at this point, especially with the studies that have come out that have came out. Um, it certainly doesn't uh, lead to you kind of having that itch like, oh, I need something else besides cannabis. Like it just yeah. that's false. Completely. Like what about what about milk? What about water? What about coffee? What about all these other things that come before sugar? Our day, <laughs> sugar you know, is the worst sugar, of them all. You know, like there, I just you know, we already know that the propaganda that surrounded cannabis is unprecedented to any other campaign for any other substance. So, you know, there, there, I think it, at, by this point, it's a well-known misconception, although still perpetuated. It's a well-known misconception that uh, that cannabis is a gateway drug. Absolutely. Now, I've got one that's actually grow related, and this one is that organic tastes better than anything it's bullshit it's bullshit i've grown it all now man i don't give a fuck if you do everything to the t in every other way the flavor will be on par you're going to get the best characteristics out of that cultivar but to say just because it's organic you got better terps that's the most ignorant statement i've ever fucking heard man clearly you're not doing it right in the mineral base that's all it boils down to is you're just not doing it right you as the consumer or grower who's talking that ignorant shit who says you can taste the salts it's a common misconception, trust me. So don't listen to your hippie homeboy who's like, no, trust me, dude, just all natural. You can taste the salt if you want to give flavor. Like, no, fuck off. I grow, I prefer organics. I do, but not because of that. There's no. far more other arguments. And, and yeah. The, the taste or the purity of one or the other. Well, you know, the taste is, is definitely not one of them. No, do you guys it's, feel it's easier? Do you guys feel that wave of dislikes that just happened? 
Mm-hmm. On the video, <laughs> a bunch of people just like, oh, no. it is what it is. I, like I said, I, I totally endorse <laughs> that every grower should be growing organically. I truly do. Mm-hmm. If you can, well, there's environmentalist aspect. Like, there's another, another, there's a million, uh, not a million. There's a number of other reasons why you should not sustainability be, or why you should use, be growing like, organic. Yeah. yeah, and as as a as a synthetic gardener, man, I, I'll be the first one to tell you. You know, it's like the environment is impacted by using synthetic nutrients. There's no doubt about that. There's no doubt, especially with all the shit that goes down into your uh, into your sewer system after runoffs and so on and so forth and a flush and yada yada yada. There is there is an argument to be had, but it's not that you can tell the difference between quality from one or the other. No, and I think the biggest argument why people would think that is is the microbiology in the media and in the way that you're. Your super soil especially not just organic but your super soil in particular is going to be able to get the best characteristics from that particular phenotype or plant in general so yeah you're going to get great flavor but that doesn't mean it's going to be better than the guy or gal who's doing it fantastically with cocoa and you know dutch pro nutrients let's say mm-hmm. so i don't think that you're going to have that that argument i think it's, it's just a total misconception it's t- such a generalization that when people say it to me i immediately get frustrated with them i'm like, oh my God, I'm done talking to you yeah, I mean, there's so many variables, right? It's like uh, there's so many variables that's going to um, express those um, profiles of terpenes, flavonoids, cannabinoids. Um, you know, it's not just the nutrients used, right? If there's a lack of nutrition, um, that's going to impact it. If, for example, UV light is one of those things that impact, um, you know, frost production and um, the darkness with secondary metabolites, there's so many different variables that come into it to have a blanket statement that say, if you grow organic, you're going to get better flavors or or, ta- or smell. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you that I think that's I a, that. a misconception. I think same people out. just say like hydro, you're going to get more bigger yields for sure with hydro. It's like you can absolutely, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. like you can here. But it, it's such a generalization that don't and just go and tell somebody that, and they're going to go and be pissed if they don't get a bigger yield well, than anybody who's growing cocoa or soil. That's a huge thing. Could you imagine somebody that influences a new grower to say, yeah, RDWC is where you have to start? Like, holy fuck, would I never have started growing? Yeah, you know, it's like, like, that, so I gotta no be a way. scientist no and a way. fucking plumber? Right. Not a <laughs> chance. Not a chance. And I, I have to be a a handyman because you're building a lot of this shit right yeah unless uh, you go and buy it then you're spending a thousand plus dollars you know right so. and not a chance and then you're going to get to this stage where it's like oh oh it wasn't just all about the rdwc you know what i mean it was there's you more gotta work, but so you got to work your way up to it and figure out what works best for you and that's we, we preach that constantly what works best for the individual if you don't know learn it figure out what each of the three of us do everybody we associate with other growers out there in the industry See what they do and match that up with your variables and your likes. You know, that's the key, key thing. Right. And we are avail- available. Please, like, if you have questions, boom, comment section right there. We're answering them today, okay? Or, you know, come find me on Twitch, okay, .tv slash pigeons420. You can find Rob at cltv.com. You can find Mr. Growit at mrgrowit.com, correct? Correct. Yeah, I just yeah. want to make sure. I, I, watch yeah, cltv.com uh, yes, over so here. And then also, watch the pigeons coop. The Pigeon's Coop, yes. Oh, we got a website over there, too. I forgot about that. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, guys, uh, we are are available. Ask questions. Get to know. Don't listen to that one guy. The, the, The best advice I can give you is don't listen to that one guy down the street that's growing weed. Okay? Because, yeah, he might be in the right, but I just feel like a lot of my friends or a lot of people that I come to, are t- like the guys that are doing it down the street from you are so hard set in their ways 
You know, it's like they, they just think this is the only way to grow. I'm, I'm generalizing. I'm uh, massively here, but it's could like be a cool I guy do, down the street. We don't know. It, it, or it cool, definitely cool could gal. be. But the reality is, is that no matter what, no matter what I do or Chris or Rob does, what, what you do is going to be slightly different, and it's going to be um, a, 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 a variable of your own or a variety of your own. But to to digress, um, another one that I got is uh, a misconception: is the higher the THC, the better. Um, that was definitely, definitely one of the, uh, the, my, my misconceptions when I started was that, oh, sh- I need 40% THC. I need 30% THC, a bit unheard of at that, at that time. 40% is a little unheard of, but it, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't we not have something in Barcelona, Spain in 2018 that came in at around 39% at a high times cup or something like that, or not a high times cup, but some kind of, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. But anyways, I digress. A lot of digression. Um, <laughs> I, uh. I believed that the best way to search for a strain was to focus in on the THC and then go from there. So yeah, I would try to find the high focus. 28%, 27 you know, 25% THC, and then I would grow them. Um, even worse than that is that when I was a, I'm still a patient, but when I was a patient that was dependent upon uh, medical producers to provide me with, a, with my flower, I searched for the higher THC. I wanted the highest THC because I'm, I want to get what I'm paying for. And I would get these 25%, 27%. But at the end of the day, it was like a it was like a 12% or a 13% that was really knocking my shoes off because it was like not only was I getting high out of my tree, but I, the, the taste was there, you know. I was getting a good blend of indica and sativa, maybe a nice hybrid in cases. So it's like THC had nothing to do with the equation you know and um i I think generally speaking that's one of those things where it's like focus in on the profile the cannabinoids the cannabinoid profile of the plant and 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 just make your decision from there you know flavors uh grow um um, growth uh help me out here growth characteristics um environment you know those are the things that you should be looking for when you find a strain not thc i love that you helped yourself out (laughs) come on on, come on rolodex that that's a really good misconception i'm really glad you brought that up because i didn't think of that one um before filming this one uh but really really good article for any of those that are interested in learning more about this search science reveals the cannabis industry's greatest lie you're buying weed wrong it actually link you to a Forbes uh, article uh, written by Chris Roberts, and it talks all about what um, pigeons has kind of just referenced there, which is it's not all about THC. Um, it has to do with the terpene profile, cannabinoid profile as a whole, effect, um, maybe. flavonoids, all that stuff is going to contribute to it. It's not just the higher the THC, the better. So um, definitely recommend reading that article. It's going to reveal a little bit more detail beyond what uh, pigeons just mentioned. Well, like there's this dispensary. I just uh, let's check it out. Shout out to Rare over in Muskegon, Michigan. And you look at their packaging, and where's the THC? Like, let me let me get a little bounce for you. I don't even see it. It's right. down it's here, not a, focus, a tiny right? little thing. What's here? Terpenes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Effects. Mm-hmm. That's where you know. Big shout out to them for for you know standardizing what should be normal around here at least, and knowing that that's what matters that's what matters first the very first thing but it's the entourage effect and i think it's because it's going to become more of a popular thing people want terps anyways like this shit i'm talking right now this is from them too but this i don't like 
but it's got terps. Mm-hmm. It's got flavonoids. There's something fucking there. You know how many dispos we've gone to that has nothing there, but they just push that number of THC, and that's supposed to be the main thing. So whether it's right. consumer or the grower, THC is very, very, very much so irrelevant, unless you're looking yeah, at things like anxiety. So high but THC, we, very high THC, I sometimes do get anxiety. I think it's like important. More. Like there is, a, THC has its place. It has its place. I, I do still enjoy a very high THC, but that's not the only thing I'm focused on. Um, you, you, like as someone who suffers from ADHD, I have a very hard time focusing. My mind races at a, a million miles a minute. I get very distracted on very simple things. A, a, a good quality THC or a high, a good quality cannabis with high THC really helps that because it, 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 it allows me to just take a moment, sit back in my seat and say, not even just breathe. You don't have to say anything. That's the reality of it. You just need to relax. So THC has its place. It's just, it's not the only factor. I think it's a shame that what I, I, I didn't even know what CBD was until like five years ago. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Like, we, we, we knew what it, like we knew what it was. Like, could you have told me that, or could I have told you that it was cannabidiol? No, of course not. Uh, you know, the, the, the reality is, is you've got such a heavy hitting variable in cannabis, CBD. Let's forget about the, you know, forget about the other cannabinoids. You know, you've got one that can be exploited for incredible medical reasons, and we're, we're still we're so tied up about this one. You yeah. know, yeah, there what? Sorry, sorry. I was going to say, there's, uh, o- there's over like 600 cannabinoids in um, uh, cannabis that they know of, right? And they don't right. know all the details about how it affects you, you know, individually, because we're always consuming them as a, a group, as a proprietary blend or compound, whatever, you know, if you want to call it. Uh, pigeons, all you're I, dying to say something. I, was just, say, I, so. just <laughs> wanted, I just wanted to add, could you imagine if we had spent so, like, from the 60s to right now, exploiting other cannabinoids other than THC. Could you imagine the strains we would have today? You know, if we could name more than two cannabinoids, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, 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 it's, it's kind of a shame, but it is incredible that THC was the only hyper-focused cannab- can, is it cannabinoid or cannabinoid? Cannabinoid. I like them both. I, I use cannabinoid. Cannabinoid is the proper tomato, tomato. way if you look yeah. it up. Yeah, it's definitely proper. But but, it, but anyways, yeah, it's got to be proper. Chris, Chris said it. So it's cannabinoid, hands down. Uh, uh, it, it's incredible to think that that's the only exploited cannabinoid. It, it's good to see, Rob, that you, you have – they're showing the terpene profile on the actual yeah. package. That's how it was in, in my state too since day one in 2016 is when they opened up the first dispensary in Nevada. And um, they focus on the, the terpene profile. I think it's a requirement – actually to have that right. on the it packaging like here. Nutritional facts. There, but like, what's but there still are, like yeah, there still are dispensaries out there that literally price their products according to the THC, like the higher the THC, the more it costs, which is, is kind of crazy. So there's definitely ridiculous. still a misconception about the higher the THC, the better for sure. Well, my favorite cultivar of all times to smoke, not to buy or not to grow, obviously is a, uh, Headbanger, and that's uh, like a 20, 21% THC. It's not very high. Right. But it's not very fucking dank and hits me Some right. Some of my favorites Perfect. were 17%. Perfect, exactly. I've got this, uh, another one from Rare. Shout out to them. Uh, this platinum, nope. Yeah, the platinum garlic is 27.3, but the peanut butter breath, which this is the, by far the best peanut butter breath I've come across. Normally, the, the PBB is pretty flavorless. I mean, it's gorgeous, but nothing to it. 
Right. You know, not shit, but it's got some terps to it. And, and overall, I'm like, that. I like that. I'd rather see how the overall effect is. And I think the misconceptions <laughs> come a lot from people like ourselves early on when we, not us in particular, but, but people who are in the media or putting content out there is scientists are helping us all learn more. So mm -hmm. I, I'm definitely not too proud to say, hey, then what I thought was this is no longer the case. Now we've learned. Right. I don't say strains for shit anymore. I say cultivars. This is right. stuff that like, you know, as science advance, you, if you're a dumbass and decide, you know, fuck science, then do you? I mean, there's a lot of people like that nowadays. Do you even science, bro? Do you, do you science, bro? Or do you bro science? Like be straight. No? <laughs> so I think, yeah, you know, you got to focus on reality and the real things, not the bullshit. Here's another misconception within the THC itself. It's a misconception that the percentage on the package is the percentage that you're getting. Oh, you know what I'm Bars. saying? Because it's like how the, you, you, I can I can guarantee you, actually, the, the bud that you're opening up out of that package was not the bud that got placed under a microscope because they wouldn't send you the bud that they placed under the microscope. You know, send right? it back. Right. So you have no idea the THC content the profile that they're actually getting to, to, to be, you know, you can generally say, or you can say, okay, on, on a plant, generally speaking, you can look for these characteristics, but you can say for a fact that the buds at the top of the plant are, could be far more mature, far more um, potent than buds at the bottom of the plant. So did they sample the buds at the top of the plant or did they sample the buds at the bottom of the plant? Did they send you the buds from the top of the plant or did they send you the buds from the bottom of the plant? Not that it's going to be a big difference, but it doesn't even matter. If you sampled a portion here, what about the portion on the other side? Like, right? Like it's, there's going to be a, there's going to be a, 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 a um, say a collection of trichomes in a particular area that are going to influence a, a reading. And, that, and then the same thing would go for, you know, uh, all the other cannabinoids as well. You're hoping, say, for example, a pre-roll that you get from the Dispo is actually got weed in it. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fucking big one. Yeah, this one, uh, shout out to, again, you know, Sensi Mag hooking it up with the little influencer giveaway bag. It was cool as shit. I've got all these nice pre-rolls. Nice. I've never in my Hit life had up. a good pre-roll. I'll give you my address. Ever. Yeah, see, we gotta get some over there. It's there straight to send in Canada. You can go mail to mail. You're lucky. Know? But right. what I am usually pissed off with is the these pre-rolls suck ass nine times out of ten. It's shake. It's trim. Mm -hmm. It's boof. Mm -hmm. Stems you know, and sticks. This uh, cloud, cloud cover, they got the Xena here. It's Starfighter and Tina. Every one that I've tried. There was one from Concord, I believe. Durban Kush. Tasty as fuck. Like, I'm shocked. Because most pre-rolls I've ever had is like the worst part of their flour they put into it. Right, so I think right, the bottom. you're you're looking at also again yeah they're gonna say the THC percentage chirping this and that is like is that from the shaky bullshit you just got no not this this is not shaky bullshit it's very tasty but I don't I don't trust a lot of the dispo numbers man I really don't it's a lot like the lighting companies when they tell you that you know these are the specs and it's like yeah well your test was fucking super ideal it's not like my grow tent it's a little different mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know let's let's get the numbers exactly right because I'd rather have my numbers straight up than bullshit. You know, tell me, tell me what it is initially. I'll pay a little bit more for better. Let me Just make like, the choice. That's yeah, all. exactly. An honest like it, choice. It, not a, if you're putting shit choice. in the pre-roll, just tell me I'm paying $5 for it instead of 15 and I might still buy it. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? I know plenty of cheap fuckers who buy goofy-ass garbage buds still because and it's shout cheap. out to them. Hey, why not? Big Fuck shout it. out to if them. If it turns your crank, man. Yeah, somebody's yeah. got to consume it. Someone's going to consume it. The goats the, could consume it, but I guess it's us. Why not? Yeah. 
Do you guys, so, I, I've got another one. I got, yeah, I got another gonna, one too. I think we all got bars. Go ahead. And I, I got tons I already of talked. Chris, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. How about this one? If you smoke cannabis, you're lazy. Oh, I'm lazy. There we go. Right? That's a common right? misconception. Right? So I, uh, you hear it all the time, right? And you mm-hmm. see it uh, in movies. You see it in TV shows. I'm sure shows. we've heard of it. If you're watching this, I'm sure someone has told you or you've received it in some way. Lazy because ass you're a stoner. pothead, you're a lazy ass stoner, yeah. Which I think if you've consumed it all, um, you know that that's pretty false, right? I mean, there's some cultivars that you smoke, right, that's going to make you lazy. It's going to make you want to just be couch lock and relax and stuff like that. But that's not everything, right? That's not. It's not a blanket statement. Um, you know, there are some cultivars that... I microdose. I literally take one or two hits, and I'm ready to go. So, like, I'll wake up in the morning. I'll be dragging. I'll, you know, be not in the mood for anything. Uh, maybe I'll be a little bit stressed out or depressed or whatever. And just really taking one hit, uh, you know, two hits, uh, gets me going. And and it makes me the opposite of lazy. It actually makes me productive. Uh, it makes me uh, eu- euphoric. Um, you know, excited to get going. So, uh, whenever you whenever I hear that, oh, all these cannabis potheads are, are lazy it's just it makes me cringe a little bit because it's just so false well, well let's we, hear what your daily schedule looks like or your weekly right? schedule I was, you know? I was just gonna say, look at the guys that i'm sitting with right now and these are some of the most productive highly motivated hustling grinding ass motherfuckers Bad you know what i'm saying and and it's like these guys is as high as i am all time you know Jeez. um i'm rolling another it, blunt right now and i just smoked two pre-rolls from the dispo i, 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 I think blunt. though it's it. like and I have a problem with this too. I, I generalize, and I generalize to make a point sometimes, and you know that's that's an issue. You know, it's weed isn't going to change your disposition. You're you know if you are a lazy person, weed isn't going to make you not a lazy person. You know, um, if you're not motivated and you're a couch cushion and you're just smoking weed and playing video games, uh, that's not going to change you. That's not going to change you, though, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's a hustle, though. That's what I'm saying. It's like, make it make it your hustle, you know? Get get high, play video games, and get paid. But the reality is, is, though, is that if you're not a motivated person, if you're lazy and before smoking weed, you know, um, it's not going to change you. You are continuously going to be lazy. Uh, yeah. I am, generally speaking, not a very... I can be very procrastinatory. Yeah, <laughs> is that in the dictionary? Yeah, you search <laughs> no, it up. Sure. It's, uh, it's in the Urban Dictionary, bro. <laughs> uh, you know, it's like it, it, weed, like you said, it, weed um, can, 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 can spark that creativity. But for me to get motivated in the morning, it, weed isn't what it does for me. I have to get motivated. And, and, and that, that means turning up the T-Swizzy, getting that Miley Cyrus on high, jigging out with it, turn the music up, you know, and then have a hoop. You know, if I get up, if I was to get up in the morning, like I've, I've got a fairly stable routine at this point, but it's like if I was to get up in the morning and immediately just reach over for a bowl and smoke a bowl before I did anything else, I would probably be pretty, pretty lazy for the whole fucking day. You know what I mean? Because it's not going to change that. But I, I just think when we look at people that are lazy and they're using cannabis, we can't assume that A, it's a gateway drug or B, it's the drug that made them lazy in the first place. These yeah. are just lazy people. Well, that's the thing. I've got a video on Cannabis Lifestyle, uh, watchshieldtv.com, actually, talking about you know you, why maybe you shouldn't grow. And I literally talk about, hey, if you're a lazy fucker, don't start growing. 
And if you're a lazy fucker, don't go in public when you're stoned and make us look bad. And don't get one of these shirts. Okay? Right. right. I've, I've had some people I know who've asked for, asked for these shirts, and I'm like, we're sold out. I literally just put out a video today. Or sorry, when you guys are watching this, I put out a video a couple weeks ago regard in regards to watching stupid people on the internet. I think it's it, good shit. It is it is literally focused on people that are doing us a disservice to the cannabis community, and they're posting their shit on the internet. So it's like, don't be stupid, stupid. You know, like goddamn. Fucking a right, man. No, I've got go another ahead. misconception, Chris, or, man. Rob, what right. you got? Actually, Chris, you do it. No, he just did his. Mine's gonna be. He just did his. Oh, that was you. I can do one mine. more. I got one more. Do and it. Then you do guys it. Go. Do it. Go. Go. How about in this one's subjective? Okay. Um, if you, uh, this one has to do with driving, right? So cannabis and driving. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There's a misconception saying that it's equally worse, if not worse, than drinking and driving alcohol. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people that, um, you know, especially the people that are against legalization along one of their points is that it's going to make the roads a lot uh, less safe since there's more people under the influence, just like drinking and driving. It's the same effects. Um, So there's definitely a misconception there. Uh, You know, my personal opinion is it actually makes me a little bit safer of a driver, more cautious and more alert. Now, of course, it's going to depend on the amount I consume. Um, and I don't, I try and I've done it before. I admit I've, I've smoked I don't and, do that. and drove before, but I, I okay. avoid it at all costs. Um, just because it is, you know, obviously against the law and stuff like that. But I definitely don't think that it's anywhere near as bad as, uh, drinking and driving. So. Yeah. I mean, just no. so you know, the character, Mr. Grow has done that, but Chris, no, Chris has never, ever, 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 ever done that. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> Just so you know, sir. The character, preposterous. But you uh, know, that's the thing okay. is, I think I agree, dude. I completely agree. I've, I've, uh, Rob from Seal TV act. That character has done that before, and uh, when he has, uh, it's been way better. You know, I've also seen other people, like Rob from Seal TV, when he was younger, maybe be a little intoxicated driving once, and it was not good. Luckily, it was in the country. No one was there. We were kosher there, according to what I heard. And, uh, you know, it was good. The difference was is the vehicle was fucked up. Uh, <laughs> wasn't able to drive after that. I uh, didn't have a license initially, so it didn't really, the license wasn't taken away per se. But I couldn't have my license going forward until I was 21. I mean, until Rob was 21, Rob was TV. So, it, actually, this is Rob. I'm in character now. Okay, right, Rob you're a character. I'm in character right? now. Okay, Come just on. in case. I'm getting sued or, you know, court or anything. But, yeah, <laughs> you know, it was different because I was young and dumb. And I know people now who will be like, no, I can drive better when I have any kind of buzz, when I'm drunk, you know, or vice versa, when I'm completely you're a sober. Fucking moron. Do it. You're like, a fucking moron. I don't get, you're a fucking moron. Yeah, it's like you and probably have anxiety. God, I don't on the streets. I swear what it comes down to is those people you're, you're not have anxiety. Properly. And yeah, and they're medicating and they think like, oh, I'm more relaxed now. And it's like, no, 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 you need no. some medication. No. Like maybe real There medication. is a vast difference between the effects of cannabis and the effects of alcohol. Like it is, they, the reason they don't call them the effects of cannabicol is because it's two separate fucking things and and the reality is is that you you, you become very impaired on, you, while using uh, alcohol and, and and not to say you can't become very impaired using cannabis uh, edibles for example too edibles can really fuck a guy up and you know if people are uh, drive on that kind of shit now i, I absolutely I, I i i medicate before i get on the on the road behind the wheel 
every single time. I, I will does. not drive. No, no yeah, no, I will the not character. drive without my medication because I need to be calm, focused, and under control. And the best way to do that is with the medicine that I've been prescribed with. Now, here's the reality of the situation. <clears throat> I also don't think I'd ever have an issue smoking and driving at the same time. The reality of the situation is nobody should ever have anything else in their hands when operating a motor vehicle. You need two hands at the very least to operate a motor vehicle. Okay. You see, I ride and like this. It, yeah, with the toes. Yeah, lean back. Well, it, and so well, yeah, you ride lean back. But what happens when that Honda pulls, cuts you off at, at hundred? Hondas do it too. Son of you a slam the brake. Right. You end up putting both hands on the wheel and you slam the brakes. If you had a cigarette, if you had a fucking coffee, if you had a razor, if you had anything in your hand, you are you are you are uh, 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 essentially inhibiting your ability to react. Uh, I, I I do believe that like. I don't believe that you should not be allowed to consume and drive, but you should not be able to do other things while you drive. Do I, does it make sense? Like other than I, like stony strolls down back roads? No. Like country? reality? No, I think human beings underestimate the importance of strapping themselves into a hundred mile an hour rocket and propelling themselves from one destination to another. We get onto a roller coaster. We strap ourselves in, and we hang on like there is shit slung, and we are not letting go. You know what I mean? We like we are hanging tight. But we get into a vehicle. Some of us don't even put seatbelts on. We have coffees in our hands. We read the newspaper. Texting, what is the difference? Text. Christ, what is the difference? I'm not going to ride from you in the future. 100 miles an hour. He's like, oh, coffee. <laughs> 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 Yeah. yeah, hang on, baby. But the thing is, is we uh, overlook how important it is to operate a motor vehicle. So well, that's the thing. Yes, is you, you literally could kill yourself or another person, you know, and that's right. that's the dangerous right. part about a vehicle. So, you know, I totally 100% agree. My only thing as Rob from CLTV and character, you know, in the country and like literally like dirt roads when I'm going 25 or 20, a little blunt, a little, little woods in the woods. <laughs> that's a little different. Okay. But if it's See, like I'm on the highway, the I grew up in the country, and I know that there's animals, there's children. Like it's no different. Like it, there, there's there a house every mile in deer. the country. Like there's a house there. No matter where you go in the country, there's a house pretty much every mile. Okay. Now, granted, you can get space mail here and there, but there's people out there. There is people out there, and, and those people out there are looking at this guy. Look at this fucking guy driving down the road. God damn, Smoke slow down. Like, He's got a blunt too. That son of a bitch. Except I'm going so slow that they're able to take like ten pictures of me. They're like, "Look at this dumb! Is he doing a drive-by?" And I'm like, "That's Rob. That's Rob, babe. Don't worry about it. He's just getting high again." Uh. Misconceptions, <laughs> eh? Here we are, just stupid. Yeah, no, but that's my thing. Is like it just depends on uh, you know, very subjective, very circumstantial, and uh, you know, no matter what, being distracted while you're driving is a fucking no-no. So if anything that you're doing is distracting you. If using it is a distraction, fucking course not. I mean, we're no road. we're no one to give any advice on what to do in those circumstances. Mm. But for yeah. us talking to each other, pigeons the character, Mister Growth character. If you guys happen to ever do that, just make sure you're not being you know distracted. That's no it. distraction, no distraction. That's all. Be focused. So I've got a misconception that has driven me nuts lately. My God, has been. I mean, painfully, painfully. Is like pretty weed is dank is gas like gas. People talk about like they're like oh this shit was gas or exotics. The 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 <laughs> names of what people are calling pretty weed it ain't even fire pretty weed. But even sometimes when it's got a flavor they're like ooh that shit is gas. I'm like it's the insta weed. Do you know what I gas think, is? It's that gram. 
So is, is gas just good to you? Is that what gas means? Because gas is a very specific funk. It's very cushy. It's very got a peppery, danky, fuel skunk, like, ugh, almost. It is not pineapple or sweet or grapeish. That's That's not gas, <laughs> you know? Not. And I have recently had a few buddies, because they know I like gas, hook me up with some and shout out to any of the Grammys, you know? Gas is not just good, bud. It's a big fucking difference. That would be like loud. Let's call that loud. So if it's loud, it's very, very stinky and aromatic. Let's call that loud. If it's gas, it's very particular. It's that a shit is fuely, funky, piney, nasty. Like just like at the gas station, diesel, kerosene even. I, I just don't understand where people got it twisted, man. And then even still with the exotics things, people be like, it's exotics. I'm like, that's a breeder. So you've gotten that twisted. Like I'm, I'm confused at how... Somebody will have some shit with a lot of trichomes with some decent hues on the, you know, the, the sugar leaves on there. And I'm like, it's great. I'm like, no, it's at exotics. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. What, what cultivar? And they're like, oh, this shit right here. Oh, this is some peanut butter breath. I'm like, I don't think exotic genetics does peanut <laughs> butter breath. Doesn't it? Isn't that? I don't know if we have that? so much to blame on, like, I, it's tough to point the blame on that one. Because I feel like there are a lot of, like, not necessarily, maybe breeders, banks, they sell them like this. You know, they, they sell them with these weird characteristics, these weird terms, these weird fucking names that you, I can't keep up with a lot of this shit. And it's like I'm starting to understand these old timers. Like, I, I, they, they, they're like, the names of the weed that you guys called these days, my day, it was just, it was AK, it was Afghan, it was Kush. It's all we had, <laughs> you know, and it was like, fuck, I wish, you know, I wish. I wouldn't you know, mind. Tie, yeah. You know, the old tie sticks you come around every now and again, but paint them a red. It's it's, yeah. <laughs> it's like it like now I'm like the names of these things are so fucked and it has reality is it has no re, like you can you can buy something called a cush that isn't even a cush. At you all. know what I mean? A, a a blueberry for a blueberry anything and and there's it has no blueberry characteristics in it. Like there's just like this is, I think, part of the blame is the ones that are labeling and and and, and naming these things. Just trying to do it for hype, just like and it's money. like yep. bad marketing companies are involved or something, or people who don't know anything about marketing and think that they're doing justice by trying to promote their brand. It's like really, in the long run, you're hurting the industry. So get your shit together because this misconception is making it so when I go to the dispo and I'm somewhere else, I don't got flour, and I'm like, let me get you gaseous strain, and I leave with something that's fucking strawberry cream. I'm like. I'm going to trust you because you're telling me this is the gassiest shit there and I can't smell it because I have a fucking mask on. All right. All right. Dirty. Then I get you're back and it's dirty. strawberries and fucking cream. Like as much as it could be. It's a great name for a cultivar that smells like fucking yogurt. But. God damn it. I don't want that. Like what the fuck, man. I'm going to return this shit. I got a receipt. Return but to sender, baby. Get your fucking terminology correct. You know what I'm saying? Ugh. I, I thought about using exotic uh, cannabis in my titles uh, for my videos just to kind of give more clicks, a little clickbait. Look it up, dude. Uh, and then dude. I just looked it up right now, exotic cannabis, looking at it on uh, YouTube, and there's a whole bunch of videos where people are, are saying exotic strains explained and five best exotic cannabis strains and harvesting exotic autoflower strain. And <laughs> I know. So it's kind of like a buzzword at this <laughs> oh, point, okay. right? All right. I didn't know. Maybe that'll be a new touch. episode from the stash, exotic cultivars. Right. We'd be like, you guys like exotic genetics? We didn't say one single one of them. 
<laughs> Not any of it. <laughs> I just, I hate, I feel bad for him as a brand. Is trying to have that be his brand, and everybody's like, "Oh yeah, I got exotics." And they're like, "Fuck yeah, he's doing it." Like, yeah, I got this exotic, I got this exotic Northern Lights. Well, this exotic yeah, like, uh, strawberry cough, right? Yeah, I'm that exotic headbanger. It's like, I don't think yeah, I got, makes, the, I got okay. this import Chevy. You got to check yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you see my Mercedes Chevy? It's from Japan. Well, yeah. I, I got one, one more I just wanted to touch on. I kind of meant it, uh, mentioned it at, quickly at the top of the show, and that was that you can't train autos. Um, that was a big one when I first started growing because it was just a hard fact. You couldn't train autos, and nobody touched them. You didn't do anything to them. You let them grow, and that's the way it was. Um, that's a misconception. Uh, you can train autos. It's bullshit, you can, you can, I, I don't see the, like, in the reality. I don't see the benefit of it. Because you may as well just get a photo, but you can train an auto. You can train an auto. Well, yeah, well, I think the, the exploit it for hard topping versus low stress training was the. So I was just about to say, take yeah. it over, right, right. Yeah, topping versus low stress training, right? So low stress training, sure, absolutely, because you're not really causing any harm to that plant. Um, so you're not really slowing down the growth. Now, when you're topping the plant, I've I've topped autos before. Um, I did, you know, you get that stunt and growth, and, and the fact that the auto flower plant is on a limited light limited uh, lifespan the first 30 days or so is going to be veg is a very important time that the, the plant has the proper nutrition that there's no slowdown in growth or else it can impact yield um, at least in my experience so whenever i top it does equal smaller plants for me now there are people that are going to respond to this in the comment section say i top autos all the time and it doesn't impact my yield okay sure. but uh, yeah, but like cool. pigeons that said you can definitely still do it I, I, and, yeah, and, and I should be very clear here. Yeah, I was not referring to topping your plants. I'm referring to a good, and again, you could argue that my low stress training is hard stress based on the amount of, you know, the pressure we're putting on stems, the amount of, of breaking of the cells. Like there is some, there is some high some stress level to that for point, sure, yeah. for sure. But, but the reality is, again, I don't understand the benefits of, to, of training an auto because if you're going to train an auto, just get a fucking photo. I just don't understand. It makes no sense to me why you would why you would just prolong a photo or prolong an auto. It, do, it so doesn't I make sense to me. The logic of thereby is getting the most from the auto, but it's like yeah, at that point yeah, you're yeah. kind of. But if you're, you're doing you're too coming much, into the time frame of a photo. Yeah, at that point. yeah, you're doing too much. You're, you're going to hinder the performance. So you might be able to get the most out of what you hindered, but maybe do right. a side by side. And it's tough because they're not going to get the exact total replica with the seed by seed combination. You know, no, you're between not. each other. So. You, and, Generally speaking, an auto like auto seeds are more expensive than than photo seeds. Well, for so, a reason, you know the, the fact. Well, that's of what I mean. More, so you, yeah. just, you just have to ask yourself why. Then, if you are training an auto, why? Why? Trying to maximize you, yield, right? Maximize but, why, yield. but maximize yield, which is going to prolong your veg. It's going to it's going to prolong your veg uh, cycle. Like you can try to push out as much training on an auto in thirty days as you can, but the reality is is you're going to you're going to in order to improve on yield you're going to extend the veg period past 30 days well not necessarily because it's always gonna it's always gonna start flowering it's not always no 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 you think that low stress training in auto could delay that so yeah and that's where i think if you get into the high stress form even though it's called lst if you do right 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 that's that's what i was that's another misconception of low stress training is just low stress and it's like yeah it can be high stress depending on how you're doing going about it and i think that's where that does make sense how you say that so 
This is why the discussions are great. If this was just one video by yourself, your comment section would be roasted. Right. <laughs> and together, right. this makes perfect right. sense to me because if you're doing too much to the fucking plant, it is going to stress it out and it is going to need time to recover. And at that point, it may prolong it flowering. It may not flower quickly. Quickly, like and that's it should. That, and that, and again, I've seen that. I've got a buddy that's who how, does. That's how all of my autos have gone. If I have done any kind of training to them. In, in 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 with their counterparts, you know, going without any training, the ones that get touched are slower. They slow, uh, even if it's just like a few days, it's slower because they they had to recover. And so again, if you're trying to exploit for yield, I don't I don't I don't know why autos would be your option. Yeah, I understand well, like autos getting the most yield out of the auto out of your auto. Sure, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Agreed, agreed. I've, I I had a video of an auto that was this fucking high and about this round. Like I clearly did not get the most out of that auto. Yeah. You know? So, so where it's the like it would have into play within that thirty that day period. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Well done. So boys. called to our specific though. So because I've got uh, a buddy who I'm like, damn, did you yep. top this? He's like, nope. I literally as soon as mm-hmm. it sprouted, I bent it down. It had two notes, and I, bent. I was like, ooh, that's dangerous for any plant. Like you shouldn't let it get a little bit bigger than that. And he's like, I don't touch it after that. He's like, it immediately grows up like that, and it just sprouts out. Like it just. Mm-hmm. It's how it grows every time. And I'm like, okay, all right. I see. But then his plants do seemingly delay a little bit more compared to what the numbers tell him, the the breeder's recommendation or what the pull date would be. It never lines up. He's off by like 20 days usually. But he yields pretty damn well. He's averaging three to four Zs every time off his autos. But he does grow the same ones every time. He's got this think different. He's got it figured out. Yeah. He's got it figured out. He's killing it. And, like, that's cool. But I personally... I, d- I like to have more control. That's where I like, I couldn't imagine. That was like, we were talking before about dropping into a different scenario. People where it's like, no, try all this whole different thing outside organic. And they throw autos into the mix too. Like, holy fuck. Like that's the whole, it's, you're not necessarily I still the master of everything. Autos. Just being a grower. Right. Yeah. I, I don't, t- I don't fuck with autos at all for that reason. Like I've done, I've probably had a half dozen auto grows ish, maybe even a couple more. I don't fuck with them anymore. I just, I, I, I don't, you said it, you already said it, control, man. I want yeah. control. I want to know on when it's going to flower and I want it to go into flower when I want it to go to flower. Well, and even like in the feeding side, deficiencies or, or toxicities, again, you're rolling with the... Delay. Yeah, you, you have a lot of things that come into play. That's where maybe organic autos and you do, you find the right cultivar and you train them. And again, everybody's preference, of course. You check out, you know, Chris has auto flower videos. You've got Mr. Canucks got them, Seed to Stone. I mean, tons of different channels. So, and they're good with them. These are, yeah, these are they're the, good They're the experts quality. with those things. That's not, yeah, at least absolutely. us two here. Me and P, glasses guys, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> glasses guys. Great conversation gang. today, boys. Do you have anything, Chris? Were you itching to add to that? No, no. I Man, think we can I, wrap I it up f- from there. Feeling there's going to be a part two to this one too, guys. What do you guys think? Let us know in the comment section below. Don't forget if you enjoy these episodes, hit that thumbs up button because that's essentially the main analytic we got to whether or not you guys are digging or putting picking down picking up what we're putting down putting down we're picking up you know what i'm saying eh? all of eh? guys that thank you said, for watching appreciate it it's your boy rob from cltv pigeon 420 mr gore and we'll see y'all next time peace, peace.